interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Welcome to the 2023 Dakar Rally Edition of the Chasing Waypoints Podcast. Bringing you daily updates as competitors take on over 5,000 miles in 15 days across the Arabian Peninsula. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any updates. And if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Chasing Waypoints for more updates and news from the bivouac. That being said, let's get to it. All right, what is going on, guys? Stage 11 preview show. Here we go. You guys heard stage 10 results show in the morning, and man, do we have a little bit of a changing on the guard up top. You heard about Skyler House dropping down to the number two spot now uh, with Kevin Benavidez now taking over the overall lead at the Dakar rally, but do not fear. It's only by about a minute or so, so not that big of a gap considering all the racing that is left. We are headed into the first leg of the empty quarter marathon stage, so this is going to be an interesting one for those of you playing the home game, if you don't already know. So a marathon stage is basically these guys are racing out to a remote location. No team support. Nobody will be out there other than the organization. Uh, it's basically everybody do- goes Malamoto. Now, we did try this earlier on in the rally uh, before the rest day, but the first leg of it ended up being canceled due to weather. So the bike guys ended up with a very long uh, liaison to the remote bivouac and then raced back. Uh, to their teams so this time around it looks like it's going to go off without a hitch we're headed out to the empty quarter and then back over the next two days so stage 11 is leg one stage 12 is leg two of the empty quarter marathon stage so this should be interesting i think the guys are already used to it though i mean you got to wrench on your bikes you got to do all your own thing uh so they have a laundry list of things to do something interesting though is is now 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 we've got to talk about conserving the bike uh, to get out there. So can't take big chances because you got to ride that same motorcycle all the way out. You don't have a mechanic that's going to be able to tear the bike down completely to frame and back up before you start the next day. So this could still be interesting uh, for the racers, even though they're headed into the sand. Uh, at least we won't have issues with tires and things like that. It should all be good uh, to go on that one. So, all right. Let's talk a little bit about stage number 11 in the preview show. So we are, let's see here. That was stage 10. Let's roll down to here. The stage 11 for the info. Here we go. Stage 11. We have 428 kilometers total on deck for these guys to compete in today. So 428 kilometers total with 275 of those kilometers going to be uh, the actual time section or the special stage section of it. So let's whip out the calculator here really quick. 428 kilometers times 0. 0.62, 265.36 miles total is what these guys will be riding today. 275 of that is going to be uh, your actual race or time section. No, Siri, I'm not talking to you. And 275 kilometers of that or basically 170 miles of racing so 170 of it is going to be timed let's take a look at the stage breakdown so first up in the morning 151 kilometer 
road section or liaison. So 151 kilometers uh, to get to the start line or about 94 miles that they'll have to ride in the morning. So a little bit of a liaison for them in the morning. Uh, the cool part is, is that the, on the back side of it, uh, they're actually not going to have to do any riding. So they are finishing in the bivouac, which is nice. No liaison after. So that will work out fairly well. Okay. Let's take a look at the breakdown from there. So 151 kilometers, they are going to get gas at the start line. And then once again, at kilometer 142 along the way. So 142 kilometers to the gas stop. And then from there, uh, to the bivouac, which is only going to be about another 133 kilometers for them. First bike. First bike is expected to leave the bivouac at 4 a.m. in Saudi. So 4 a.m. in Saudi, that is going to be 5 p.m. this afternoon. So at 5 p.m. this afternoon, Pacific Coast time is when the first bike will be leaving the bivouac. And then they expect the first bike to start the time section at 6.30 in the morning or 7.30 at night, tonight, uh, here on the West Coast. So that is the timing there. Uh, let's take a look at the other side of the timing and what they're expecting along the way before we get into the terrain breakdown here. All right, so 4 a.m., first competitor out of the Big Wack. First uh, 6.10 is when they are expecting the bike to finish the road section, the first road section, or the liaison. Uh, and then from there, they'll have 20 minutes between the roadbook delivery zone and the security zone. And then they will take the stage at 6, 6.30 a.m. They expect the first bike to hit the refueling uh, roughly at 8.31 in the morning. Uh, so about a two-hour window from there. And then they are expecting the first bike about four hours and 15 minutes from the start of the stage. They're thinking that that bike that started in the morning at 6.30 should be done by about 10.45. Uh, so that is, hmm, and then back at the bivouac at 11 a.m. This is interesting. So they do have a refueling at the end there. This sounds like a very fast stage, right? If they're talking about four hours and 15 minutes to finish the entire stage, that, that sounds like a pretty fast, I mean, could be a fast stage, right? I mean, it, it's definitely it's definitely going to be fast. We'll talk about the breakdown here in just a minute. So that is the timing of the stage, what they are expecting. Let's go back to the info and let's get you guys the rundown on the terrain. All right. So uh, first off, starting it off, we are looking at about a 20% sand uh, in this section. I can see the there. All right. Looking at about 20% sand on this section of racing for these guys or this special stage. Uh, then they're going to be rolling. They got 40% dunes and they got another 40% dry lake bed. Oh, this will be fun. So fast sand, some dunes. A little under half of it is going to be dunes, but the majority of it is going to be sand and uh, lake bed. So this is going to be interesting. I think that with this kind of a breakdown, we are going to see some faster times from some of the guys in the back. Uh, I think that the guys that are going out, man, I really wish I had the, the stage 12 one because there's there's got to be some strategy here. We're running out of stages for the Dakar, and now we're really looking at it, and I know the teams are looking at it. They know the effect that bonus time has on the top spots. It does help, but you don't gain as much back, especially if it is a slower pace section. 
where the guys behind you will benefit from having a track. So that's one that's kind of one of the considerations I hadn't really thought about until now is that, yeah, it's it's one thing to get bonus time back for per kilometer to get to a certain spot. But what is the benefit of having a track in front of you now? That is in in some cases, right? In some cases, there's a huge benefit and others there's not. One could be if you're a great navigator, you don't really lose as much time opening because you're able to do it, but you still got, you know, tracks behind you. Now, as you get further back in the field, you start to develop multiple tracks and you got guys that had questions about certain waypoints and they start laying down other tracks. So then it could get a little bit tricky. So there's a sweet spot there, I think. The next part of this is when you're running in the dunes, I think this has to be a benefit to it. When you're running in the dunes and you're seeing how the terrain goes, you can see if people check up or how they're doing it in, in order to kind of ride more effectively and ride more efficiently, right? You're not guessing and you're not checking up where you don't need to uh, because you can see certain things that you couldn't before. Now, uh, this I've heard uh, at Sonora Rally when I was there uh, working with the timing and scoring team uh, and doing tracking and that with uh, with Rally Comp and part of the org. In talking to the guys coming back in, uh, namely, you know, talking to uh, Skylar Howes as he was first back, uh, and then, interesting enough, watching him do, you know, no footers and having fun out there in the dunes, which is absolutely awesome. Um, but him coming back and saying, you know, yeah, the dunes were a lot of fun. You know, it was definitely a challenging dune section with the camel grass and all that. But then listening to the guys that come up behind him, scratching their heads, how he's like launching these things and doing step ups up these huge dunes. Uh, on the bike, obviously that's, you know, a factory bike, you know, uh, doing what it does and obviously a factory level rider. Um, but nevertheless, it is a very impressive thing. Uh, I can imagine to see, you know, especially one of the step ups that they were talking about. It's like, well, we saw tracks at the bottom where we saw where he hit it. And then there's no tracks until all the way at the top of that dune. So that only happens one way. And which means he absolutely launched it. That is awesome. I wish I had that kind of confidence riding the bikes, but We'll get there maybe one day, not. Uh, so there's definitely some interesting moves that could happen in this empty quarter, especially if they're getting to it at the end where it's going to basically go from sand to sandy to dunes. And then on the way back out, dunes back to more harder terrain, stuff like that. So I'm curious to see how this swing set ends up working and whether the bonus time does come into effect because the back markers the guys further towards the back will have a cleaner line and may be able to make up that time much much faster than the bonus time allotted so if maybe the bonus time got you for say five minutes back uh where traditionally you would have lost 10 minutes then okay cool then you netted five minutes you know you really only lost five minutes uh, of time the problem then comes if you would have lost 10 minutes the guy behind you could be those 10 minutes faster or he could have been 15 minutes faster. The guy behind you still lost time. You didn't lose as much, but the amount of time they were able to gain is much more than say in another stage where it might've been more even where you lost five minutes, you still had a five minute penalty, but these guys were only able to put uh, seven minutes. So really they only gained two minutes on you. Well, in the same scenario, a five minute bonus time 
from a 10 minute deficit, but the guy behind you was able to make up eight, nine minutes of it. Well, they put some time on you and that is where it's, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I think this is going to have more of an effect here in the dune. So a little bit confusing. I'm trying to like piece it together. I can see it in my mind. I just can't, you know, it's sometimes hard to explain the picture, but I'm curious to see what happens in the dunes. It seems like it's been working pretty well, this bonus time thing, and it's helping the guys up at the front, uh, which has been awesome to see, you know, the, a, a trade and, and a few different names up top, namely Ross Branch, you know, grabbing a couple of stage wins for the hero team. Um, but then in the overall, you know, seeing Skylar Howes literally uh, battling the overall lead of the 23 Dakar. So absolutely excited to see how this breaks down and how it goes. Remember, so stage number 11, first leg of the empty quarter marathon is set to start today at 5 p.m. is when the first bike will leave the bivouac and then tonight or 5 p.m. in the afternoon and then at 7.30 tonight on the Pacific Coast or on the West Coast time is the first bike taking on the special. So if you guys are tuning in, I'm going to watch the results or the live timing on the Dakar app. That'll be about the time to do so. Uh, or you can also see it on the website as well. So anyway, with that being said, guys, enjoy tonight's stage. We will talk to you guys tomorrow morning uh, for the results show. And uh, fingers crossed, let's see what uh, what happens tonight. So remember, it'll make sense when you get there. Enjoy the ride. All right, that is the wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and, of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up. And don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week. Bye.